0: Hi, I'm Neville J. McKenzie, and you're listening to Asia Biz Stories, Entrepreneurs in Action. You're about to listen to the sixth in the series of 15 episodes that were created for the Entrepreneurs Asia website, the magazine website founded and created by my colleague Max Henry. In the first cast, I gave you a brief background to the series. I hope that you find the series interesting and informative. As you continue to listen to the series, please visit my website at Asiabizstories.com. That's com And please leave any comments or suggestions. So now, without further delay, let's begin.
1: Are you ready to begin your journey out of the realm of just theories and into a world of excitement and experience that only comes with braving the unknown? Join us as we speak to entrepreneurs who have faced the challenges of successfully creating businesses at home as well as abroad. Whether it's arts, services, or tech, from Shanghai to Tokyo, Bangkok to Mumbai, we'll help you find your inspiration and turn it into action. Get ready for Asia Biz Stories, Entrepreneurs in Action.
0: Now welcome your host Neville J McKenzie. Today's interview is with Karen Farzam. Karen is a French national and has spent many years living and working in Asia. Karen previously worked as an equity trader before moving to Hong Kong and becoming a major influencer in the startup scene. Her energy as an entrepreneur is dedicated to two complementary areas, the first is to introduce startups to the wider community, creating a positive environment to promote their growth. The second is to encourage others to become coders through teaching and following her example. Karen is definitely an entrepreneur that shows it can be done. It is with great pleasure that we are able to discuss with Karen as co-founder of two major projects, Women Who Code Hong Kong and W Hub. And gain insights into what it takes to become a successful and balanced committed entrepreneur in one of the busiest environments in the world. Hi, Karen. Thanks for giving me the time to break into your busy schedule. First of all, can you introduce yourself and tell me what you do?
1: Um, my name is uh, Karen Farza. I'm the co founder of uh, W Hub and Women Who Code in Hong Kong.
0: Your current companies or businesses, W Hub, Can you tell me something about that?
1: Basically, WHub is a startup profile-driven platform. Uh, We want to showcase startups, not only their product and services, but also the teams, the founders, uh, their mission and values, in order to know more about them and to get the user to actually go and check them up and use their product and the service. We also want to help startups find synergy with other startups so to know what is out there. We also provide a free job board for startups to recruit as it's uh, very difficult to find the, the right talent that fits your mission and your values.
0: So is that based in here in Hong Kong or is it across any other countries in Asia?
1: So basically we started in Hong Kong and right now we are expanding in Singapore as well.
0: The other... Organization is Women Who Code. Can you tell us a little about that?
1: Women Who Code is a nonprofit uh, that I co-founded with uh, Michelle Sun in January this year. Uh, basically, uh, we we went to uh, some developers' uh, meetings and we discovered that it was mainly guys. So we were wondering where were all the women. So that's when we decided to try to gather them and founded Women Who Code, and we got quite a lot of response and now we organize events uh, every month on different subjects with speakers uh, in order to continue learning about uh, new web development technology.
0: Your previous career, you worked as a banker? Uh,
1: yeah, I used to be an equity derivative trader for uh, JP Morgan in Tokyo, so quite, uh, quite different.
0: And how did you make the transition? What motivated the transition?
1: Um, basically, uh, I quit my job in, in Tokyo for a personal reason and uh, then I came to Hong Kong. When I started looking for a job, um, I really questioned myself if it was the right thing to do. And um, then, with my co-founder, Karen Abelian, we had this idea for WHub and um, I decided to give it a try.
0: So you also involved in any teaching now, is that? Uh,
1: yeah, I'm, now I'm teaching uh, front-end uh, web development at uh, General Assembly.
0: And who do you teach? Uh,
1: it's an adult course, um, basically, and uh, just mainly focus on the uh, front-end.
0: You organize events around what you do?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, right now we are having the first job fair for uh, Hong Kong tech and startups in Hong Kong. We really want to bridge the gaps between the startups and the talent because startups do have a lot to offer. It's just totally different from corporate. So once you know what they can offer, which whether it's flexibility in time or in location or in you know flat hierarchy or actually when you're working in a startup, uh, you can wear different hats and do many things. So it. It's actually for a lot of person. So we really want to help the startups to actually show talent that they have a lot to offer and also to show their mission and values. Because once you agree on the missions and values of a startup, you can actually really contribute to develop them.
0: Those startups, are they do they grow fast or are they growing slowly? How do you
1: uh, basically, basically, it it depends. You know, you have uh, some startups that uh, you know in just one year they're they able to to raise a uh, one million dollar or half a million uh, US. So some of them grow fast, some of them grow slowly. It also depends on their uh, revenue model and what they want to achieve. So, but let's say that in Hong Kong, when you think about it, like five years ago, the tech startup scene was really, really unorganized, I would say, and starting up and um, now, you know, every month you have uh, new startups new really interesting projects and you hear a lot about new startups getting funding. So, I'd say like uh, it's getting better and better.
0: So, what's changed in the last five years that's encouraging startups?
1: I think the, the technology, technology changed first, um, so you have uh, more and more startups. Uh, using it and more and more opportunities to develop a a business in tech, then you also have the government in Hong Kong that is uh, helping the startup ecosystem. And um, with the crisis, I I think a lot of uh, people consider uh, getting out of the metrics and escaping the corporate world to give it a try on on the entrepreneurship as well.
0: How long did it take you to learn to code?
1: Uh, basically, I have an engineering degree, so I did a bit of uh, computer science uh, when I was at university a few years ago. So I learned like C, C++. And then about like one year ago, I, I decided that instead of hiring a web developer to do my own website, I should just learn to do it myself. So I took a three-month course for with uh, General Assembly, um, web development immersive course, which is full day. And uh, I learned in three months, and then after I was able to
0: actually do my website by my own. So, what were you able to do on your own? Because a web, um, to construct a website, there's many.
1: Basically, I was able to control the. I was able to do the whole W Hub website, like back end, front end, uh, just everything.
0: So, from in three months, you actually learned how to build the back end and the front end of a website. Yeah. Do you think you find coding easy or do you think you're naturally gifted?
1: No, I really don't think I'm naturally gifted for anything. Um, I think that coding is actually very logical. So that's why I find it easy. And also the thing is that first you have a huge community that is there to help you. Uh, This community meets and uh, they will answer all your questions and they will guide you to to the right path and to use also the right tools. So that's very helpful to learn. And um, then when you're coding, it's so exciting when you're actually able to, you know, to show something. Like you have your website, it's it's up, it's doing things and then you you just want to learn to do more and more. So So you keep learning.
0: So it's sort of a creative process that you're going through.
1: Yeah, a creative process, but I must say that I'm not really a a creative person, so coding is really for everyone.
0: As the tech industry evolves, how do you see more people like you being attracted to it? Personally, when I was at university and they said, you have a choice between um, hardware and software, I chose hardware. That was a personal choice. How would someone like me or other people that... Are challenged by the fact that code be attracted to it. Uh,
1: I think there are a lot of uh, hardware uh, opportunities right right now as well, and you can see in the in the Hong Kong startup uh, community that it's developing a lot, and, and you have a, a lot of uh, interesting things. But I think that now you know you can do so many things with uh, with tech, with all this like um, coding technologies that it's really attracting a, a lot of person because you're using just Uh, Every day, whether it's with an app, with a website, with uh, the Internet of Things. So you can just see that now it's almost mandatory to know about tech and to know how it works.
0: What characteristics make you personally suitable?
1: To code? Yeah. I think I'm really this type of uh, engineer... Uh, with a Cartesian mind uh, that is very, um, or try to be very logical. So that's, that I think that's uh, that's really um, helpful.
0: So you see yourself as an engineer?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. More more than a, a creative person, I would say.
0: Yeah, well, I would I would think engin- in my engineers are creative.
1: Yes, they they can be, <laughs> they, they can be as well. They yeah. can be as well. Yeah. Not my uh, <laughs> not my case.
0: <laughs> okay. I've looked at your website, and what I've seen, the slogan, simple is beautiful. Can you just tell me why you've got that
1: one? Um, because um, when you're a web developer, you always want to have the latest uh, fancy trick and do very difficult thing, but uh, actually I find it that the simpler you, you make it, the most beautiful it is. So I want just to you know keep it in mind and not to get too distracted when I'm actually coding.
0: So what do you enjoy doing outside of coding?
1: What I enjoy doing outside of coding and outside um, of my uh, startup. Uh, First, uh, I enjoy my my family. I have two kids. So I really enjoy spending time with my husband and my kids. Uh, Then I do a lot of sports, uh, which is um, really a a big passion uh, for me. So, you know, if you add this and friends, uh, I think your schedule is already like fully booked. Yeah.
0: What kind of skills?
1: Um, I do a lot of uh, running. Uh, I just did with my co-founder the Moon Tracker, which is a 43 kilometers, uh, night hike. Um, so this kind of crazy thing, and also I'm going to the Color Run, which is coming very soon in, in Hong Kong. So that's going to be pretty exciting.
0: Previous interviewees have mentioned this: the balance between work and life. So you, you feel that's important, especially with a family?
1: Um, yeah, it's really important, but it's really hard to achieve because when you have your own startup, uh, you don't stop working. You just work everywhere and all the time because as I want to spend a lot of time with my, my family, my kids, my husband, I, um, I'm working a lot uh, at night time. So, sometimes it's very hard to unplug, but I think it's also very important. So, I think with sport, you can really try to achieve this this balance uh, in order to sometimes, you know, just uh, free your body of all this pressure.
0: When you started Hub, was there anyone that told you, I don't think it's going to work?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, you know, people are not very supportive. Um, I mean, some people are not very supportive sometimes, but... Um, you know, it's, you listen to everybody, but then you make your own decision and, uh, you stick to it. And the thing also is that I, I didn't start alone, so I started with, uh, Karen Abelint and my, my co-founder. And I think when you are two, it's really important. I think it's hard to start alone. So in moments of doubts, uh, which happens sometimes, uh, it's nice to have somebody to, to exchange, uh, ideas with and um, you, you will always have you know people that don't believe in your idea or in what you do but the thing is you know don't listen just to one person listen to your inner instinct uh, listen also to the crowd listen to the metrics and to more feedbacks
0: so if somebody said to you i don't think it will, if i said to you i don't think it's going to work what would you say to me
1: uh, I'll prove you wrong.
0: <laughs> wrong. Very... <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, and you know in, we launched just five months ago, and and we have almost like 200 startups registered already. So I, I would say it's a it's a good start.
0: But how do you attract people to be involved with you?
1: Uh, well, I uh, I try to go to a lot of uh, events um, to be really in touch with the startups uh, community in Hong Kong, and um, then to talk to the media as well, to be present on social media as well. And I, I really believe in in word of mouth because it's also what happened during the past five months. Um, so you know, hard work, and uh, it will get you there at some point.
0: Hard work. So, you're saying that if I want to get my podcast to more people, I should work harder. Um,
1: not only work <laughs> harder, but, you know, connect to the right people. And, and it's, you know, it's also what is W Hub about. It's finding synergy with other startups that can help you to actually grow your business and grow your reach, because I'm sure there are a lot of different startups that, would also reach to your audience, so if you can exchange also with them, you know it's a win win situation i I don't really see competition, I see opportunities, and that's actually a way to grow your audience
0: do you think there's more room for new entrants?
1: uh yes, there is always more room for new entrants. there is not one way to do it. There are so many ways, and that's what everybody's trying to to find and I think in a in a growing ecosystem like Hong Kong or, or Singapore, Asia in general, for, for startups, we have a lot of room for a lot of uh, entrepreneurs to start their own business.
0: Do you ever see your model moving to other countries within Asia?
1: Yeah, um, I think the aim is to expand also to uh, Malaysia, Indonesia, Korea and uh, and Taiwan. Um, I think they're a very similar market and they're growing also uh, a lot, so uh, yes, yeah, that's uh, that's a plan.
0: Would you be in charge overall or do you think you'll be delegating?
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think it's also important to have uh, local people if you want to grow your, your business locally and uh, understand more of a country-specific challenge, so I think it's better to also have people in the countries that you want to target.
0: Generally, to entrep- to people that want to become entrepreneurs, What advice would you give to them? Uh,
1: Be prepared, because it's really quite a ride, but it's it's exciting. So, I mean, you know, um, challenge your ideas, and then think about the execution, and launch. I mean, don't wait until it's perfect. Like, done is just better than perfect. So, you have an idea, you believe in it, go for it, work on your MVP, And get it out there to have feedbacks and to continually improve it.
0: And if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how would they get in touch with you?
1: I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. um, You know, on my website, we have a contact form. And we're always happy to to speak to a new person and to exchange ideas.
0: So what would your email address be? Uh,
1: To contact me, Karen at WHAB.HK. Okay.
0: Thank you very much, Karen. Thank um, you. For giving me the time. And I wish you all the best.
1: Thank you for the opportunities.
0: That was Karen Farzam, the co-founder of W Hub and Women Who Code Hong Kong. We hope that you enjoyed the interview as much as we did making it. Karen gave us a brief insight into how to switch careers successfully, combine the different aspects of life as well as some general advice to just starting out entrepreneurs. We wish you all the best, Karen, and we'll be following your progress. This is Neville J. McKenzie ending the sixth AsiaBusiness.com interview, Entrepreneurs in Action. This brings us to the end of this episode of Asia Biz Stories, Entrepreneurs in Action.
1: Now we need you to hit the subscribe button and head over to AsiaBizStories.com for more great information on how to take your inspiration and turn it into action. Thanks again and we look forward to having you join us next time on Asia Biz Stories, Entrepreneurs in Action.